Hey, everybody, welcome in to The Wrap. Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black in our studios in, where are we? We're in Farmington. <laughs> the Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Jeep studios here in Farmington. We are quarantined, but we come to you live as many times as we can get here. And today is a special day. Uh, we'll tell you about it in a minute. First, I want to welcome my partner, CB, up, in the man? house. I like a Captain America gear there, today. It's crazy out there. I got my got my got my little scarf. I got saw my that. Gator. Got to keep it. Got to keep it. Uh, How's the wife feeling? Keep it tight. She's good, man. We're just waiting. Good. So for those of you listening, my wife got the COVID nineteen test um, last Monday. Yeah, but she don't have it. I'm no, telling you right now, they over, they overdid still, it. Still, she don't have it. If Idris can get it, my wife can get we'll it. My baby it. can get it. Anyway, today is a special day. It's uh, I'm calling it Hank Aaron Day, my favorite baseball player of all time. And uh, number 44, what a story he was. He's amazing. And today he hit home run number 715 to break the great Babe Ruth's home run record. Matter of fact, out in Arizona we got our good buddy Rod Allen in the house, and he's looking looking pretty good there, Rod. Rod. I, I like the way you're looking out there, man. Nice office. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? We're doing good. You know, yeah, Clarence and I are today. here. How's uh, how's that Arizona people, uh, Arizona treating you? Well, everything is good. I mean, just kind of quarantining. You know, my wife is here. My my grandson is here and my daughter and her husband. So the five of us have pretty much been on lockdown here for the uh, last couple of weeks. Um, they live in New Jersey, so they were able to get out of there about three weeks ago, just in time before it hit that area. So we're blessed. Uh, for that, uh, but just kind of trying to follow the rules. Uh, I did go to the store today, had my mask on and everything. Just <laughs> tough times in our country, man. Everybody's going through a very difficult time, man. Just got to, you know, count your blessings every day, man. I just try to stay grateful for the things that I have and the blessings that you have in your life. You really have to Amen. Stay, stay positive. We got a friend of yours on the line. We bring him up from Texas. It's a former Tiger Daryl Evans, Mr. Home Run Champion. You can't, from number, call, you can't call Daryl Evans former Tiger Legend. Tiger Legend, Daryl <laughs> Evans. Hey, Daryl. Well, what are you guys talking about? Oh, yeah, that's me. Okay. How you guys doing? Who, who is this? Hey. Who's the other guy you're talking about from Arizona? <laughs> Good to hear your voice, Daryl. It's uh, Tom Mazaway. Your buddy Rod Allen out in Arizona hey, joins Rod, us, too. What's up, buddy? How you doing? How are you? I'm wonderful, buddy. How you doing? Hey, I'm great. Blessed like you, and uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of games that I'd never got to see before. Man, so, hey. watching the games that we never watched uh, in person—it's been a fascinating thing. So, uh, keeping up with that and. Um, I stay positive. Hey, it's a special day, guys. I was saying Hank Aaron, and it took him a while to get this home run record because he hits number 713 in September of 1973 at the end of the season. So this man, 713 home runs, he sits and he's got to wait the whole offseason. And this man's getting death threats, and we can go on and on. I'll let you guys talk about that. But he comes up in uh, excuse me, in April of 74, the Braves are on the road in Cincinnati, and they were going to sit Aaron out so he could hit the home runs in Atlanta. But Bowie Kuhn, Kuhn says, no, you got to play two out of three games. So, all right, he gets up the first at-bat against Jack Billingham, hits a home run, 7-14. He ties Babe Ruth, but that was his last home run of that series. And then it sets up. He comes home. 
It's the Braves and Dodgers. It's on national TV. I was 12 years old watching this game. Vince Scully on the call, on the radio call, Milo Hamilton. Everyone knows this is what happened. Let's watch the video for the great Henry Aaron. problems with that video man <clears throat> i got a lot of problems with that video why you got problems with the video i'm gonna tell you why man because this brother just accomplished history yeah and he's rounding the base and then the two white people coming up behind him <laughs> yeah that was scary where's daryl <laughs> where daryl evans was the, the daryl evans was on base yeah and that's a big dude i, I should see daryl evans tackling one of them people daryl talk us about tell us about that <laughs> night man so many things, you know, you, you, the introduction you had is, you know what, I think Hank made everybody wait all winter. Uh, you know, I look back and, and all the things that happened and, and uh, you know, I, uh, you can't plan when you hit 715 home runs. I, I, mean, I mean, you do it all almost every other day. And he was so good and so consistent. And it was and it was almost surreal in a lot of ways because you know we were on the ride with him, and everything was so positive and forward looking. And then he got to have everybody focus on that and realize how great and how important that was to to have to hit that many home runs. And remember, he was breaking Babe Ruth's record. I mean, it was so much different. So uh, being there and part of that was. And, you know, I was lucky enough. I hit third in front of him all yep. the time. I hit third, he hit fourth. And to imagine in your mind that, you know, I got to be on base almost every time here because otherwise I'm not going to be the guy that's on base. <laughs> so I, I, it ended up being one of the biggest thrills of all time for me, obviously, and, and especially for a man that uh, uh, he's, he's such a class act and, and was so good that, and, and I don't think he still gets the recognition, obviously, that he should have. But, my gosh, he, he let us enjoy that moment with him, and um, we'll, we'll never forget it. Uh, the whole world was on fire. The whole world was watching it, basically, yep. because it was the biggest uh, record in not just in baseball, but in, uh, in, in, in the world pretty much at the time to break so you got that right uh, you know what i would have been really famous for that you would have seen me more rod if i would have missed their base going around <laughs> that would have been you know that would have been really fun obviously those guys that ran out on the field we were really upset and you know we didn't know what's going to happen at all because they had talked about you know we're going to have security in that and we can't let that happen i don't know how they did thank god nothing happened and uh you know so uh it just made it a little bit different and uh but um, man, I get to sit there every day and, and watch him. It's uh, just magic. Go ahead, Rod. Hey, Daryl. Uh, 
Uh, Dusty Baker, obviously a, a good friend of mine, and I know he's a really good friend of yours as well, and he was on that team, and he talked about some of the uh, the death threats that uh, Hank was getting on a daily basis, but still was able to, to lead a lot of the younger players on that team in just a professional way that they had never seen before. Dusty said that he was more of a mentor, a great baseball player, obviously, but a really good mentor. Did you send some of that too, or did you see some of that? Well, of course, and uh, you know, it was it was a tribute to him to be able to get through all that. Um, obviously, we didn't know all that was going on because he didn't he didn't make it apparent that uh, you know I, I know of course he was going through a lot, and but you know it was individuals and it wasn't the overall thing. People were so excited about everything that was happening. I know one of the things that happened with us. Was, is that, you know, he was always the mentor. Thank God the guy was 38, I think, at the time. Huh. And, you know, he played forever, and he was one of the best players of all time. We loved being around it. He was so open. He would always be, uh, you know, he was a great kidder. He was a great communicator. He was always around for us. He was a, and, th- and that's one of the things that, that we kind of, you know, he had to give up for a little bit there was that he didn't get to go on the, on the buses back and forth to the hotel or, or and all that kind of stuff. He stayed at some of the different hotels. That was just at, you know, at, at, at the end. But, um, you know, that was disappointing for us because he was our leader. Of course, he's always, he was the leader of everybody. He taught us that, you know what, you're only as good as, you You got to push yourself because we're only as good as the worst player on the team. And if the worst player on the team doesn't get any better, we're not going to get any better. So he was always there for everybody. He was very open. Uh, I remember Tommy Aaron, the first day I was ever in spring training back in 1969 and didn't know anything. Tommy, his brother, was a terrific person, too, obviously, and great guy in the ring. He came down the first day in spring, and we're playing the first game, an exhibition game, when all the rookies were all sitting on the end of the bench down there, and, and Tommy got up and we're all scared. I don't know if somebody's going to say something. He said, hey, listen, why don't you guys just sit down there? Down there by Hank. We had Orlando Sophia. Anyway, go down there and listen because they want to tell you. They want to. They want to share with you. And that that's that's the that's the unsung or the stuff that people don't know. That those people that are around for so long, they're there to pass along. They taught us uh, to pass along what we know because we all love baseball so much and the tradition and everything else. And you know, uh, you know, so many people were excited for Hank. And not just for Hank. You know, just to take it, just to take it a step, just take it a step further there. He was the man, Darryl. that I know of no one else. Of course, the talent he had to have talent could have gone through what he did and came out as on the class side, just like he's always did. Go ahead, Rod. Yeah, I was sorry to interrupt you there, uh, Daryl, but you said something there that kind of. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? I can't hear you very well. Could you maybe speak up a little bit? I don't know why. We'll do our best. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, but you said okay. something there about his leadership skills, and I wanted to give you your props because on that 84 team, you came over. You had been in the big leagues for a number of years. You came over from the Giants. You had played for the Braves. And a lot of those players on the Tigers team were still kind of young, although they were talented and coming into their own. The one thing I remember about you, other than doing what you've done in the field, 
is how you brought all those guys together. Your leadership skills were off the chart. And I think other than the fact that you did so well on the field, you kind of brought those guys together off the field too. Well, thank you. I appreciate that very much. And I'm sorry, it kind of goes along, like I said, with you learn from the other players, and Hank was one of those guys. And, you know, it's passing along what you learned and your experience and all that kind of stuff. And it was so fun to come over to the Tigers. I didn't know what to expect to play 15 years nationally. I really had only seen a couple of those guys in the All-Star game or uh, not really even in the spring training and all the teams I played with. So I, but getting there, the atmosphere was so great. They were so ready to win, and they were so talented. And one of the advantages they had, they had all come up together. So there wasn't a, a well, this guy's better and this guy, this guy's better and this guy. They all, they all appreciated their own skills, and they were ready to win and almost had won the year before. And when I got there, they welcomed me like, you know, I was going to be the guy to teach them how to go. Well, I was going to be the example, and that's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be the example, and I had learned so much from my years and everything else through the ups and downs and how it was to win. And they they gravitate to you. They want to hear what you have to say. They want to, But I think more than anything, they want to watch how you go about it. And that's what I learned from all those great players that i played before. Uh, and, you know, I, I got to play for Willie McCovey and in San Francisco, you know, Mr. Giant out there. I got, you know, I, I had seen, uh, you know, we talked about uh, Al K-Line and what he meant to the city of Detroit, all those kind of things. You know, I got to, I was so blessed to be around those places, those people in all different areas, whether I played on the same team or played against them. You watch them, you see how they go about things. And the beauty of baseball is that we could get to pass that along, no matter what kind of skill level we have. It's that hunger, and when when I'm out and I see that, it's so wonderful. When you win one time, my gosh, winning the World Series and having that parade—that was such a <laughs> me, how many millions of people, all, not just in Detroit, but all around the country, all around the world, were so happy for us. And uh, uh, so it, it's. It's, that's the part that keeps you around, and I think that's a big part of why I got this. They gave me a uniform for 21 years, and uh, it wasn't always about uh, doing what I did on the field. Daryl Evans, the former Tiger legend. Rod Allen joining us as well from the 1984 Tigers, and of course, Fox Sports Detroit for all those years as the color commentator for your Detroit Tigers joins us here on The Wrap. Tom Mazaway and Clarence Black with celebrating Hank Aaron Day here. Hits number 715 today off of Al Downing, and a guy who caught it in the bullpen and brought the ball out to him was Tom House. Hank Aaron had that ball after he crossed home plate and was hugging his parents, and he brings it all the way back from the bullpen. That would have been a pretty penny, that ball, if someone had kept it these days. Right, Daryl? Yeah, we didn't do that back then. You know, Yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, if it would have gone in the stand, he may not have got it back. But, you know, I guess that was the way it was supposed to be. And, of course. And the celebration of having that ball come back and and – and at that time in baseball, uh, we didn't, you know, we, we didn't look at it that way. We didn't look at it as, you know, you get a ball, you get money for it, and the bat, so 
was all about being part of the joy. And I think, as you could see, and Tom House, how happy he was <laughs> to do that. Uh, you know, I kidded, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the beautiful Bill Buckner, who's, who passed and, yep. you know, was one of the great players all time, too, and, and the enthusiasm. And I used to kid him and go, you know, if you see in the, in the video, he's <laughs> he climbing went over up the fence. on top of the fence. Yeah. And the ball's 20 you know, feet over his head. <laughs> and I finally got to ask him about that, and he goes, oh, yeah, I was trying to get the ball to give it back to Hank. And I went, oh, pull it either. But anyway, so just the enthusiasm for that moment oh. and all the people. And, you know, I get to be part of that group of how how things worked. And there I got to, you know, be at home plate and, and shake his hand and then see the joy with his having his parents were there. I, like he's like Hank always said, you know, I'm just I'm not going to replace Babe Ruth. I'm just going to break his record. But I, how in the world? And he, I, I, you know, I've seen it, heard his interviews. How how in the world did his parents get down on the field to play? I don't know. Was did they know what was going to happen ahead of time? You know, if I look back and what all the things that Hank did, and I know Dusty Smith talked about his pretty much did what he wanted when he wanted to do it, and it was just one of those moments that gave joy to everybody. And I'm, I'm so glad that, that, uh, that ha- Tommy is probably the fastest he's ever run to get that ball back in, and we all got to enjoy it. That's for sure. And, and it's great that, that Hank's always going to have that ball. Awesome. In 2006, I started doing a show for Comcast called Your Tiger Ticket, and uh, I remember how excited I was, man, when I, I got to do my first stand-up with Rod Allen. I did the show for six years. You were always great to me, and, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it that is a young as a young professional in this business so i do want to ask you though having seen the the amazing roar of 84 documentary the thing that i that got me that i forget cuz i was young is how tough the division was the al east having called oh. having called playoff games rod how much how how could these tigers have done in the, in the playoff or the the wild card era format well, well, the talent you're asking me, I mean, I talk about that all Uh-oh. the time. Coming over from the last <laughs> week, didn't realize. I knew there was a bunch of great teams. But then you look at it and you go, well, uh, let's see. And the, the best record in baseball had come out of the American League East for nine straight years. And different teams. Think about it. 81 was the Yankees. 82 was the Brewers. 83 was the Orioles. 84 was the Tigers. 85 was Blue Jays. 86 was the Red Sox. And then out to get it at 87. So you're right. We knew going in that we had to win 100 games to compete. Wow. That wasn't even That's a guarantee crazy. to win. Plus, we back then we played our own division more often. Yeah. So I, I, it was a, to me, it was a blessing looking back and going, you know what? Every night, literally, you had to play really good to win because that other team, look at the lineups. Look at how many Hall of Fame guys. Look at how many great players were in that same division in the 80s. And my gosh, I mean, it, it, at the time, you're like, oh, okay, how are we going to compete with these guys? And then, okay, well, I guess we can beat them. <clears throat> and then, you know, you're facing all these Hall of Fame pitchers in a row, and, and you got a couple on your team, and it's like, Wow, what an exciting thing. And, you know, we got to enjoy that run in 87 where we played Toronto, you know, seven out of the last ten games. And, oh, 
called one run games, extra innings. And, you know, and then 84, Coach, we got up to, I mean, how could you get up to that kind of start? Amazing. And we got a standing ovation after winning 17 in a row in in a, in a, uh, Anaheim Stadium for the visiting fans. I mean, <clears throat> so much happened. And well, I guess it was just our time. And at the end, we got to give a town and a city and an area of one of the original teams um, the joy of winning a World Series, which doesn't come along very often. And we can look back and go, you know what? People think that maybe, <coughs> excuse me, that, you know, if we'd have won in 87 again, well, you know, we'd be one of the top 10 teams of all time. I think we were anyway. Yep. And I think because of the competition, it's hard to say that some of those other teams weren't so good. So it's um, looking back and, wow, I'm so lucky I got to go through that. And uh, the competition level, Rod, you know, as a young player, you don't really realize it until you get there. You're playing against the best players in the world, and they're not backing off. And it's it's a, it's a wonderful legacy to look back. Like I said, I get to watch the games on TV a little bit and go, wow. Yep. That, that was pretty intense, and at the time you try to do your job and do the best you can, but, man, it's, it's, it's a joy. Go ahead, Rod. You know, I think you asked the question as well, could that uh, team and how it would do in in this era of baseball with the wild card and different things like that. I think this team, the 84 Tigers, uh, which was one of the best teams in all of baseball, would be outstanding in this era with the players they had uh, up the middle with Trammell and Whitaker. And we're talking to Daryl and you had Chet Lemon in center field and Paris. There was so much talent on that team and Petrie and Morris at the top of that rotation, Sparky Hall of Fame manager, any era that team would be able to compete. But, Daryl, you're, you're absolutely, absolutely right. right. I remember most that 17th win in Los Angeles because that's where my family was from and I had a lot of people in attendance. And they were surprised that we got a standing ovation. That night after we won that game, of course, we'd go on to Seattle to lose the next three. But every day getting off the bus, you just knew you had a chance of winning even though you were playing against a really good team. And the other team knew you had a chance of winning. But I think Sparky was uh, the man that really – was able to get all those personalities, all those superstars together and get them all pulling in the same direction. He was a master at that. Hey, guys, we're running out of time. I wanted to get you one last uh, each. Take a minute and talk about the passing of Al Kaline. Daryl, I'll start with you. Uh, Your thoughts on the passing of Mr. Tiger, Al Kaline. Well, you know, I was lucky enough. Growing up, he was, you know, when I was coming young and you read about Kaline and Cash and Calavito and all those things, and actually the Tigers were one of my my favorite team in the American League growing up. So Mr. Kaline became Mr. Tiger, and we got to be around him uh, after he finished playing. But hearing all the players that played with him, obviously uh, beloved and everything else. Not only that, he is beloved, Mr. Tiger. There's only one person in town to say that. And you know what? I look at him now. He's probably up there hitting some ropes and throwing people out and doing all the things he wanted to do again. And you know what? He's left his legacy for all of us to enjoy. And, you know, I can't wait to talk to more people about it. I got to see him because I didn't get to see him play enough. But in my mind, I know how great he was. And, and he is just an inspiration for us all. So uh, God bless him. And, and 
you know, hit, he, I know he's doing really good up there right now, too. We Amen. know where he's at. Amen. Go ahead, Rod. I've thought, thought about, about this a lot, and uh, Ernie Harwell and Al Kaline are two of the finest men that I've ever met in my life. My 60 years on this earth, 42 years in baseball, never met any two individuals that had the same kind of compassion, respect for all people. It didn't matter if you were a superstar or someone small. Al was unbelievable. Always gave you interviews, never said no. Uh, he's special. There, there's no doubt about that. The Tigers organization was special to have him, and uh, he'll be missed. There's no question about that. He's one of the best of all time. Hey, guys, uh, it's been awesome uh, having you guys on today. Amazing. Thank you so much, and hopefully we can hey, do this thanks again. thanks for having me. I, I, I thanks for thinking of me again. Yeah, it's been a always. while, but, you know, it's kind of fun. It's always fun, oh, my gosh, to go back to the good old days Amen. and remember how many people, how many people that we entertained and how much people had fun. Thank you, Daryl. And Rod. Thank you, Rod. We'll get you on more. We we know we got you got a lot more wind in those sails. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know I do. I'm looking for All right, guys. Take it easy, guys. Thank Thanks guys. so much. Hey, Daryl Evans, Rod Allen here on The Wrap. Do you know if you took his 755 home runs away from Hank Aaron, he still had 3,100 hits? Isn't that? He's <laughs> a freak. Amazing. He is a freak. God bless you, Hank Aaron. I love you. I love you forever. Great man. Man, I got my Braves jersey on today. 44 is always my number. And you know what's God crazy, man? You, man. Like, great ball player, but great man. Take great the baseball. Man. You say take the, the home best. runs away. Take the take baseball away. The best, man. To go what to, to do what he had to do and to go yeah. through what he had to go through. Thanks to the guys behind the glass, David and Angel. Thanks to Jess Monticello. Hooked me up with Daryl Evans today. Wow. Darryl that was Evans, great. Man. I just could let those guys do the show. Bro, Daryl Evans is one of the reasons I'm a lefty. That's cool, man. Daryl Evans, Kurt Gibson, Lou Whitaker. Uh, Dwight, not Dwight, uh, Daryl Strawberry. Stay tuned for more of The Wrap. Tom Azaway and, of course, Clarence Black here on NRM Streamcast.